Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Now, back to Severe Reaction. Powered by Equitable Bank. We take banking personally. Here's your host, Michael Severe, on 1620 The Zone. The Nebraska 27 yard line. Kelly Agnes with two eligible each way. Takes a snap, hands it off to Moira. Hit the backfield and drop it to the TFL. Garrett Nelson. They handed that right into Nelson's motion, and he just wrapped him up and brought him down a two yard loss. It's third down and seven. Welcome back. Severe reaction here on 1620 The Zone. We'll read some of your comments from the stream in a second, but I was talking about gospel and having um, a philosophy about the way you play, have a message. Rutgers obviously isn't a great team, but Shiano says we're going to win the special teams. We may not beat you on our offensive line. We may not beat you on the defensive line. We may not outskill you. We know what we're going to do. We're going to outwork you on special teams. And they block punts and they run back punts. Yes, they got beat in the second half pretty badly by Michigan. But the reason they were in it in the first half is because they're special teams. You have to have a philosophy, a message, a gospel that translates into what you have. Nebraska hasn't had it for a long time. Rutgers, as bad as they can be at times, it works to at least keep them in games, to make them look, to score some points with their philosophy. Whatever it is, whatever the philosophy is the next coach has, it's got to be consistent. And it's got to be a message that ties in with the talent they have. Mr. Chance, what does it say in the stream there? I'm sorry. No, this works. This is after me. Oh, you're good. You're good. Yeah. Uh, David says, are they better off announcing the new coach? Example, if it's Joseph, so they can get busy getting the personnel like OC, Flores type of people. And why would Whipple have free reign? Um, I think Rip Whipple has free reign because he was brought in here to do his thing. And if you're going to run... Whipple system, and I've watched Whipple system since back at UMass. Um, I appreciate it, depending on the personnel you have. I've watched it. It is very efficient. It really is. With the right, you have to have a wide receiver who can get open. Duh. You got to have a quarterback who can make throws, especially those long throws outside the hash marks. You have to be able to have that. And he's had that sometimes in the past and had a very successful offense. The problem I said when they hired him, though, he has never been committed to running the game, running the ball, except when they're with the Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> That's the last time he was truly committed to running the ball. So it's really hard to translate his system to the Big Ten. We said it when he was hired. If they got the right quarterback and they got the right wide receivers, they would put up numbers, but they wouldn't run the ball like Nebraska fans wanted to. You have to let him run his system. If you're not going to let him run his system, why is he here? Why would he even be the office coordinator? If you don't want to run his system, fire him. You should have fired him two weeks ago, three weeks ago, if you didn't want to run his system. But as long as he's here, he's the OC, he's going to call plays. Now, in terms of playing Smothers, it was obvious from upstairs after the third three and out or the fourth three and out. They did give Smothers that one series where not much got done. Um, but other than that, they he didn't come back in, of course, to the fourth quarter. But it was obvious, as Mickey Joseph said, they should have gone to him. Matter of fact, can you play what Mickey said real quick? Uh, it's the bite that says, uh, it's obviously Mickey. Um, 
made some good throws. Uh, I should have looked at this before. Um, I sent one that said, yeah, there it is. Um, Mickey on same page on quarterback. Or you don't, no, don't play that one. Play Mickey should have changed earlier. That's the one I was looking for. Duh, on the fly. Go ahead. Did you think about going to, to Logan earlier at that point? Yeah, we, we, you know, we probably should have, but we, you know, we figured we had to throw the ball down the field. And then when he, when, he, when he wasn't seeing it, then we figured we had to make a change. But you're right. We In this league, you can't do that. You you can't go, you know, 6-3 and ounce in this league. You can't do because they'll eat the clock up. The crazy part about that statement, and it's like the third time we've heard it, right? Uh, we heard it twice from Mickey and once from Mark Whipple. Purdy's not a better downfield thrower than Logan's mother's. He just isn't. I don't think either one of them is v- are very good, but Purdy underthrows every deep throw he makes. I don't know if it's arm strength or he puts too much air under it, doesn't understand that it's windy in the stadium, but he does not. He's not a good deep ball thrower. And Purdy has shown that when guys are open downfield, he doesn't get the ball to them. On the other hand, Logan Smothers has had a couple throws where the ball has been thrown downfield and it has been on time. So the idea that he's the better thrower downfield – Purdy is, is just wrong based off what we've seen. I will tell you this. I've heard this. Logan Smothers is not a good practice player. More of a gamer. Sometimes coaches count too much on what they see in practice. You got a guy who's a gamer, you play him during the game and say, well, you know what? You didn't practice great. If you're going to go out there and make things happen, we're going to let you play. And there's a lot of guys throughout the history of football that way, and apparently Logan's that way. Go ahead, Chance. From KW, I expect the new head coach to be announced Right after the Iowa game, Mickey being very likely to stay on in his pre-interim position. I think we're in a couple of we're in a we're in a between a rock and a hard place here. Um, if you're hiring a coach, obviously to be your head coach, it's already coaching. You have to wait till their season's over. That's just the way it works. You're not going to announce it, talk about it, anything while the guy still got his job, right? So that leaves out guys that have jobs. There are a few that are sitting there that aren't coaching right now. Chris Peterson, who apparently doesn't want to come back to coaching. And uh, there's a Dan, Dan Mullen, who's a guy that's out, and <sighs> Bronco Mendenhall is a guy that's not coaching right now. There's a few guys that are out that aren't coaching right now. Um, if you were going to go get somebody from the NFL who was a coordinator, then that's a possibility. Um, I don't think that's the case, but that's a chance. Other than that, yes, you have to wait till after the other coaches' team's season is done. Duh. I think there is the challenge of. Trev wanting to hire a guy that keeps Mickey Joseph. I think that is a real challenge. Um, most coaches want to bring in their own guy, right? They may acquiesce if it is a guy they know. Dave Aranda obviously knows Mickey Joseph. That's why I thought Dave Aranda was the best choice here. If he was ready to leave Baylor, if he was ready, he won yesterday, by the way. They're 6-3, and three, beat Oklahoma yesterday. Um, if he was ready to leave there, it would make sense for him to keep Mickey because they have a relationship. Bill Bush and he have a relationship, so we thought that. Um, but yeah, the the earliest, unless it's someone who's not coaching, would be after the Iowa game, probably that Saturday, probably a press conference called Sunday to announce who the ne- next head coach is. If I was going to surmise, that would be the, the best bet. Any more chance? Uh, a couple more. Eddie says the Kansas State's coach, head coach's record is impressive. Chris Kleiman is a very, very, very good coach. You want to talk about a guy with a philosophy? No matter where he's been, his philosophy has always played out to wins and offensive production. Now, they lost yesterday, of course, hard-fought game against Texas. Texas got out in that game, and I thought, oh, this is over. And to see the 
intestinal fortitude that Kansas State had to stay in that game and even have an opportunity late to tie it uh, down 34-27. Adrian Martinez has got the ball, fumbles it, turns it over, you move on. But they do. They play tough. They run the ball. They get the ball to their best players, and they got a quarterback. They got a system where their quarterback is going to be mobile and run. I like that. I just don't think Chris Kleiman is leaving Kansas State. Everybody has said how much he loves it there, how he wants to build it there, and that's where he wants to be. So I don't think he's leaving there, but he's certainly on everyone's short list. Also, by the way, a guy who knows the area very well and that never would have let Zane Flores get away for a fact. Chance? VA for Huskers off of Twitch says, any thoughts on how the coach's offensive and defensive philosophy will align with the current roster and how that plays into coaching? Or do you think they'll just get a coach and recruit to the philosophy, assuming the new coach identifies a philosophy? You know, that it's a great point because, as I've been saying over and over again, the philosophy, gospel, whatever you want to call it, identity, they have to match up. They have to match up with the players you have. I don't know because I don't think Casey Thompson's back next year. He's 24 years old. Um, I don't know if they have a quarterback on the roster that is ready next year to be a full-time starter and be successful. I think Heinrich Harburg is an interesting athlete, big, strong. Saw him down there yesterday morning wearing number nine, and I thought, man, that is a big, good-looking quarterback. Throws the ball well, doesn't have a long stroke. Like him. I think he could be really interesting, but he's raw. He's very raw. Um, Richard Torres, haven't seen much of Richard Torres at all, so I don't know what he has. I just know I don't think they have a guy right now on the roster that is ready to lead this team no matter who the coach is next year. So your best bet probably be, would be the transfer portal to bring another quarterback in to give Heinrich Harburg and Richard Torres another year. But that leads to guys maybe wanting to leave. If you're not going to play right away, then you jump in the transfer portal and you leave. Uh, best bet to not leave is Heinrich Harburg. He's an in-state guy. Richard Torres would be the better bet to leave, right? So, yeah, building around whoever you hire. But I do believe there there are some parts. Not a ton, but there are some parts. This is a really young team. They only have 12 seniors. This is a really young team. So I do believe there's some parts. They have to be developed. you got to fix this offensive line more than anything else. And other than that, you're going to have to find a quarterback that can play next year and play you know, 12, 13 games for you next year. And I don't know if that guy is on the roster right now. Uh, Mark off of YouTube, why is it easy for us to identify mistakes and errors of judgment but those making millions to do this can't seem to figure it out. I, I think sometimes, and I, I think any job you've ever had, if you've ever had a job that was high pressure, like immediate, there are times where you you know what to do, but you don't make the right. I talked about this with my 13-year-old the other day, trying to explain to him, because we were talking about a movie we were watching, and I said, when you're in it, when you're in, whether it be on a line cooking, or let's just say in a surgery room, or working in, in an office where, you know, whatever you're doing that moment, like sales or, or um, something involving, you know, um, immediacy, like you have to buy now or you're going to lose money or you have to sell now or you're going to lose money, stockbroker kind of stuff. When you're in a job that's immediate, most times you know what to do. You've been trained what to do. But when you're in it, you get so narrowed in vision that you make mistakes. You got to have somebody to your right and your left that can say, hey, you're messing up here. You, you're messing up. That had to be Mickey yesterday. Mickey had to go to Mark Whipple and say, you got to pull him now. Mickey Joseph said he was on the same page with Mark Whipple yesterday in terms of when to move the quarterback. They were both off then. 
You got to have somebody. For many people, it's their spouse, husband or wife that points out, hey, you're doing this wrong. Let's, let's change it. Because you got to have somebody. No matter how much you know what to do, when you're in the middle of whatever it is, you don't always make the right decision. Seen it many times. I've seen it with guys on the radio. You're in the middle of it and you say something really stupid. You know better. You would never normally say that, but it's the heat of the moment. You're in a discussion, you're in an argument, whatever else, and you make that mistake. You got to have somebody there to pull you back. And yesterday, I think Mickey should have pulled him back a couple series earlier and said it needs to be Logan Smothers. We'll take a break. We'll come back. More severe reaction on 1620 The Zone. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.